I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Hi, and welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean, your host, and I am accompanied by my wonderful co-host and wife, Alexandria. What's up, baby? Hey, how you doing, everyone? Well, I'm doing good. And good. I'm sure our audience is doing well out there with the holidays. It's hopefully, a good time of hopefully. year. It's a stressful time of the year. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, it's a time of year that brings a lot of joy. I know that. Like, yes. We've had a lot of fun, so. Yeah. Good time with family. Good time with Grayson. I love the holidays, but yeah. I, I just want snow right now, and I, like, can't get over this. Like, <laughs> it's really killing me. I she, just want snow so Yeah, much. she's seeing these videos of these snowstorms and stuff uh, in other parts of the country, and she's I'm like, so oh, upset. why can't that be here? Yeah, I'm so <laughs> upset. Alex uh, likes nothing more than a cozy day in the snow, watching yes. it fall. And, I love it. You know, being all cozy in her pajamas. Making some hot chocolate. And her cute slipper socks, which she loves to wear. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm so super, cozy right Super comfortable. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so today we are going to uh, take a little bit of time to revisit Vaxxed, um, the must-see documentary that we had done an episode on probably... A, I'm going to say it was probably five months ago, mm-hmm. uh, right now. Uh, I think it's one of the most impactful and important um, episodes we've done, you know, in our entire Overall. podcast career yeah. so far. Um, you know, I think spending a little more time talking about it is, um, you know, vital because... Honestly, like, if nobody else watches any of our other episodes except one of the two Vaxxed episodes, um, you know, that's, you know, that's, those are the most important ones. I mean... And I'm sure for some of you, it hit home. I'm sure, like, you know, you either watched it or heard our episode and was like, you know what? Yeah, that has happened to our family. Um, and some of you, it could have opened your eyes to the possibilities of that, um, being a possibility yeah. of what has, you know, enhanced or caused or whatever yeah. in your child. So, And before we get too, too into it, I, I want to thank some of the people involved that were, you know, a part of making the documentary and that mm-hmm. were in it. So, um, They've dedicated Dr. their De- lives to yeah, this. Dr. Del Roundtree, um, Dr. Uh, Andrew Wakefield, um, Dr. Tompkins, William Tompkins... Um, Dr. Grandpache, um, for, you know, they're four of the main, uh, contributors to the show. Uh, Brian Hooker was another one, Mm -hmm. uh, that was a major contributor. So, you know, I want to thank them for, you know, coming forward with the information, creating the documentary, um, Taking the time to find yeah. the information and dig into it. I mean, yeah, it's a it, lot. It, it totally has changed my perspective on things, and I know it's impacted a ton of people. And you know, it could really—they're uh, really doing a great thing that's going to have just you know huge impact on our future. I think um, mm-hmm. in the long run, and I know you know they've put everything on the line. 
Um, they've put their careers, their entire oh, yeah. families, their lives on the line because, you know, if you know anything about some of these companies um, that uh, are on the other side of stuff like this, um, they are scrupulous and, you know, it, you know these people are definitely at risk when, uh, you know, they're 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 uncovering this information, putting it out in the public, and you know these people that are on the other side of it could have horrible things happening to them and when, their when, reputation. Yeah, when they're people these people are backed in a corner who knows what some of those other people are going to do you know what I mean yeah and, and um, you know guys no matter what your belief is on this movie or that episode we did or this episode um I feel as though whether no matter what I believed in if media or you know these companies were covering up information and not even letting this documentary be aired um, that to me shows some truth to it because I would hope that, you know, you could know all of the facts no matter what and make your own, um, opinion or informed decision. And I would hope that if this movie was to air, you know, let's say all over that you could hear a response from the drug companies that they could say, oh no, you know, we did con conduct that study here it is and be transparent. Um, that's really how it should be happened. So that part just doesn't sit well with me, no matter what your belief is, is, and I would think that it wouldn't sit well with you either. When they're trying to cover things up, there is an issue. So. Oh yeah, you know, especially, you know, when it comes to censorship and stuff like that. If Absolutely. they're trying to censor something, that means they don't want people to hear about it. No. And it's not because the information might be wrong. I mean, because people There's ways to people go about have that. put Prove out that. yeah, people have put out you know wrong information and have wrong viewpoints and opinions based mm -hmm. on you know, improper information that's been going on for hundreds of years and it's never destroyed our society. So, you know, uh, just because you don't agree with something doesn't mean it doesn't, you know, you need to take it off of the air, air or out of the public eye or whatnot. So, I mean, Dr. Um, Wakefield, for instance, he was the one that in the show that had, um, he had a, a parent, reach out to him and uh, he was not an autistic doctor or anything like that um, he had he was a I believe a gastroenterologist if I'm not mistaken yes you're absolutely right um, and a parent called yeah, him yeah parent or... called him he's like I don't know anything about autism why are you calling well, he me his child was yeah and she's like no I think you can ha help us because he's having a lot of gastrointestinal issues yeah. and that's when he realized the correlation between gastrointestinal problems and autism and then he just completely went yeah. into autism and he, he just kind of dove in and you know when I say these people are putting everything on the line he spent multiple stints in jail yeah um, they're saying he took his medical license yeah, they, everything yeah they said he's he's spreading misinformation and that's why they pulled his license and threw him in jail and yeah uh, not in the United States. He was thrown in jail in another country. I don't remember where exactly. Australia, I think, maybe, okay. or something. Um, you know, okay. and I mean, what are they trying to hide? Why are they throwing him in jail? Because he's stating information that came out of a study that came from a whistleblower, uh, Dr. Uh, Tompkins, mm -hmm. um, William Tom Tompkins, who was the whistleblower and the data collector for the team that did the study at the CDC. Right. That... Um, adjusted data yep. to try to re, you know reduce a correlation in the data to MMR causing some sort of um, potential issue with 
autism. Yeah, it was for heightened um, numbers in African American community. It was one of the major ones. They yeah. lowered the numbers so that the truth wasn't out. So they even actually used more children in the study, um, so that it would lower Dil- dilute, it would dilute the, the rates. The, yeah, the data. Um, yeah. and then there were things like the data that they didn't conduct. They will not con. They will not conduct a study comparing vaccinated children with autism and non-vaccinated children with autism, which is just beyond me because wouldn't they want to know what the numbers were and say, wait a minute, maybe there is an issue here, but they are not even doing the study. They will not do the study. That is a huge red flag. So that I just don't like. And I think part of the problem now is they've got themselves in painting themselves into such a corner Mm -hmm. um, that they can't really do anything to even impl- you know to to even hint at the fact that there could be a link you know what i mean because they've already you know come out with all that data supposedly and even though it's obviously been you know here's another thing i look at too it's it, the the topic is off but it's the same just of these companies if you guys guys notice no matter where you live you can clearly see there's a huge drug epidemic right now And the one thing with that is a lot, the company that a lot is responsible for most of that is from Oxycontin. And they knew how highly addictive this was. They knew the damage that they were going to cause. They knew all of that. That is why doctors now are not prescribing it because the word is finally getting out there. But they knew exactly what they were doing. And they did it all and they ruined so many people's lives. And you might say, well, they decided to take it. But if they had an injury, they got hooked. And then the doctors were cutting them off, things like that. And there is a problem. If a company can do that for money and they don't care anything about you, what makes you think that this is so far-fetched? You know, um, this is a lot of money, a pharmaceutical injury... uh, industry that we're talking about here and you have to remember even you know yourself if you have diabetes or whatever it may be you're taking a medicine for that diabetes and a side effect is another disease and then you're going to take another medication for that and this is how it is now and the whole medical system completely needs to be reworked so this isn't just even happening to our children this is happening to all of us um, you know, what we eat, what they put, it's, it's all around us. So it's a problem. Yeah. And, and, you know, they, the, there is no, um, consequence Mm-mm. for them doing something wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, like vaccines are, uh, you know, I forget which president signed it in, into law, but you know, they're, they're basically not liable for any of the consequences of vaccines. No. The government takes over responsibility yep. for it, and they have a vaccine injury court um, even specifically to deal with it. Yep. So, like, why would these, um, you know, why would these companies care what happens if they're not even held responsible for what happens? They can get away with whatever they want. It's kind of how the world and, is that we live and in And, I mean, too. you could see that with the current situation with, you know, the pandemic and vaccines going on. That's certain... Pharmaceutical companies will not um, actually give the vaccines in countries where they are liable. Yeah, they have stopped giving vaccines or refuse to give vaccines because they don't want to be responsible for the consequences of what happens. Mm -hmm. It's like the booster shots. I even heard that they wanted to do booster shots because they had so much left over 
and it would have wasted so much money. So they wanted to use them up. So it's really sick. Um, so I don't trust anything anymore, honestly. But, yeah, and, you know, they didn't, these doctors, they didn't um, figure out exactly what a direct, you know, they didn't find a direct correlation of every, anything, but they found enough supporting evidence to show that there was, a you know, some sort of a correlation and that more research needed to be done and nobody wanted to do the research. They weren't even trying to say that this was, this, you know, autism increases in autism have been caused by the MMR vaccine. They weren't even trying to say that. They were, they, all they were trying to say was there's some sort of correlation to something here. We need to do further research. And they were even getting denied to do the further research. And they were so. even suggesting with that, that, you know, if children, if you pushed it back and they were given Older. their MMR three and well, three or four and after that rates of autism were lower. Um, and that's something that's really important too. You know, there's something with the developing brain at that age that some, that shot is triggering something. Um, so yeah, so, you know, we, yeah. when we saw the film, you know, I don't know if we were fully like against everything yet that I think was a huge turning point for us watching the oh, film. Yeah. I mean, you cannot deny these parents and it is so sad watching because these parents, they have home videos of their child normally playing, walking, running, and the next day they show them getting the vaccine, MMR, DTP. And they're just, like, sitting there lifeless. And they can't even run anymore. They can't run. They can't talk. They, they're not even looking at you. They can't pay attention. I mean, how do you tell, tell a parent that in one day the autism just happened to develop literally right after they got the vaccine? That is, like, a night and day. Like, there's no question about it. And it's so dis, dis it's so disheartening to see a parent go into an office with their child and come back and they're not ever going to get their child back again who they were. That is so sad to me and that was the saddest thing watching these parents just crying because their child completely changed. Um, and, yeah. and they they don't go back. Like it's not like they're just like, "Oh, one day we're just totally, you know, Neurotypical, and we don't have autism anymore. It yeah. doesn't really work like that. Um, so it's it's hard, and you just can't deny these parents' feelings and what they've been through. Um, and I just I could never sit there and say, well, no, this didn't happen to them. Yeah, so. the one family, actually, on the um, documentary, it was actually quite interesting. They had... Um, she had... Fraternal twins, twins, a boy and a girl, story was sad. and they went in for their MMR shots, and the woman, to make a long story short, short, realized out of nowhere that all of a sudden, the one of the shots the, were missing. One of the shots was missing, and the nurse accidentally gave both MMR shots to the son. To the, the door, to the no, son. To yeah. The, yeah, to the yeah. son. To the, the, the uh, yeah. so she like had a freaking conniption. Picked up her kids and, was and like, they You're walked not right out. Else. So the daughter never had the shot. The son yep. had two. Son's autistic, handicapped, everything. Real, it, severe, severe. He's severely. He autistic. got home. Yeah. He couldn't. He was seizing everything. Um, yeah, they take him to the hospital. And they say everything. this is normal. Just give time a lot. This and, is a reaction. And the daughter was completely fine. Yeah, she plays um, piano. She is very, very artistic. She um, is, like, on honor roll. I mean, she is... So, it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's um, sad. 
And that Crazy story example. was so touching to it, me and so emotional to me. So that story was one of the most touching to me on that documentary. It just made me... I was so sympathetic towards this parent, and it just was heartbreaking mm-hmm. to me. I literally cried, like, the, her whole entire story. Um, so you guys definitely have to check out the documentary, watch it for yourselves. Share it with as many people as you can. Yeah, get the information out there. Nothing's going to change unless, you know, we collectively get together and, you know, force people to make a change, force the government, politicians, you know, we need to be writing letters into them, contacting them. Um, that's, that, you know, that's the only way change happens is if people get together and say, you know, this is unacceptable and not something, you know, we as a society need to do something about this. Yeah. And obviously listening to this episode, we're probably, you probably hear us like, uh, we're going a little crazy. We're pretty emotional on this topic. So yeah, we are. I know I've cut Alex pulls off. all the strings. Yeah, I've cut Alex off a couple times, and, you know, she, you know, she's talking about her emotions. And it's just, you know, we're so just wrapped up in, you know, in this... Topic. Yeah, you know, well, not just this topic. Like, autism has become such a part of our lives that, like, mm-hmm. things like this just, you know, uh, become so emotional and... You know, just sitting here talking about it right now, I just, my blood boils inside. Like, that's, Same. like. <laughs> You're just like, I can't believe that they do this to children. Like I, yeah, I can't believe people are just okay with doing things like this to other people. And I'll be honest, you know, when I used to take Grayson to the pediatrician when in the beginning when he would get his shots... She would be like, okay, um, you're going to go down the hall and you're going to get this, 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 this. They're all, they're waiting for you. And I'm like, okay. I literally wouldn't even like listen. And I'll be honest, I would not listen to what she said. She was the doctor and I trusted her and I didn't know like, well, why are we getting that ingredient? Or I didn't know anything about it. Like, so I just went along with it all. And now like I stopped his shots, any shots at two and a half, three. three Younger than that. He never had his two and a half. Okay. Two yeah. was his last shots. Yeah, because I had said that I didn't want want to get the hepatitis A. I wanted to push it back until I got his lab test results back from the biomedical. Until I saw exactly what was in his system, I didn't want to put anything else more into his system. And my pediatrician turned to me and said, you will no longer be able to be a patient here. And that was the last time I ever saw her. Um, I could never go in there and ever lay my child down on that table again and have him get a vaccine I could never do it because I don't know what I would be dealing with after and I would feel so guilty I feel so guilty already that I wasn't like researching all of this and doing this I just I trusted it I thought that's what we all do that's what we're supposed to do for school etc and I went along with it but now how I look at it is they will never get my child again um you know I don't work I stay home with Grace and I try to do all of the businesses at home Um, as best as I can so that I can stay home with him and Sean works and as hard as it is sometimes our decision is to homeschool Grayson he will never be in the school system we will never ever cave in for any reason um yeah so it's hard when you have people that you're supposed supposed to be able to trust like doctors teachers lawyers uh those types of professions that you know, financial advisors even nowadays too. That you know, yeah, break that uh, that level of trust. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And 
you know, like now I question, you know, I question, and rightfully so, I question everything. I don't, Same. I don't necessarily trust these people anymore, and you know, the, the one positive thing is that now I, you know, we both do so much more research, and we come up with our own opinions about every decision we make. Mm-hmm. Um, after you know, looking at the inf- you know the information we find and research about that topic. And then we make our decision. We don't rely on, you know, other people to give us that information as much anymore. No. Because we, we just don't trust them. And, you know, when you were just saying that, that took me back to a time. <clears throat> Do you remember when I was pregnant with Grayson and I was like, well, they, they said I can take Tylenol if I need it. And I was like, but I'm not taking Tylenol. Like, how do they know Tylenol doesn't cause any problems? Like, they say that it doesn't, but how do they know? It's Remember? And I would never take anything. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I didn't even know them what I know now. And it's so crazy to me that, like, a part of me did not trust something. And, you know, I even said, like, how do you know that doesn't cause autism? But I knew nothing about autism and stuff. Um, it's just so crazy looking back of yeah. how it happened. Like, I didn't take Tylenol, but then I sat my child down and he got, you know, 30-something shots by the time he was two years old. Like, is that not insane? Yeah. Like, it's insane. Yeah. Wouldn't I wouldn't eat Caesar dressing or tuna, but then I lay my, <laughs> my kid down to get 36 shots. Like, it makes no sense to yeah. me now. Yeah. Yeah, so that movie, Vax, was out in 2016. Uh, Robert De Niro was producer, um, as well as Del... Uh, I always get his last Andrew name. Baker. Roundtree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always get the um, with yeah, um, they were the producers of it. And then they came out with a sequel, Vax 2, in 2019, mm-hmm. uh, which was a documentary about the original, like, uh, cast of the show, um, along with a few other people traveling around on, like, a national tour to raise awareness for vaccine injuries and stuff like that. And it just shows like all the families and all the people that came out um like it's it's another powerful documentary because i mean they have lines and lines of people outside at these in these small some of these are small cities there's you know that they visited and they have like thousands of people outside waiting for the bus to pull up yeah all of parents with kids with vaccine injuries and they shut so much of our, you know, all, so much of the stuff we say and, and so many people's opinions, they shoot them down so much that, like, you don't even realize how many other people are affected by the same thing. You know, parents know that something's not right when their kid is fine, goes and gets a shot, yeah. and then turns out to be completely different, like a completely different human being after that, like... So, I mean, that is the social proof. I think this the second documentary, Vax 2, kind of provides that social proof to the whole, you know, concept that they medically went through in the whole first movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there's, it's, just, it's just not possible to have that many, in, you know, parents with the same exact story. You know, it just... The stats don't add up. It doesn't add up. It's impossible. Right. You know what I mean? 
Um, so yeah, check that out too. Um, you know, you can it's actually, worth its time to watch them. You, the only two places you can watch it is on yeah. YouTube. You can either rent it, purchase it. I rented it, then purchased it just so I had it. Um, it's an hour and a half, and you can also find it on, um, I was going to say, VaxTheMovie.com. So only you those two on the places. Website, places. Think, yeah. yeah, it's V-A-X-X-E-D. Um, so Vaxed, I know Vaxed 1 is on YouTube and is on their website. Is Vax 2 Vax on their website? Vax 2, they have a is, separate right? website for it, but it's linked to... Um, Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a link on the Vaxed website to the, the Vax 2 documentary. Yeah. And it's VaxedTheMovie.com, V-A-X-X-A-D. And then yeah. it also is the link, like we just said, Vaxed, um, the link for that is www.VaxedVaxed2.com. You can actually buy the DVD on here, which... Honestly, I suggest because who knows how long and if they're not going to take this website down. Um, and you can also get 50% off the rent or buy um, on their website through the online stream. So it can actually save you some money rather than renting it from YouTube. So Yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to add? I mean, I think that's all I really wanted to. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I just wanted to kind of hit on those key points and. Hopefully get some of you guys to, um, you know, watch, share it, um, get it out to as many people as you can. And, you know, whether they're touched by autism or not, you know, at, at this point they know somebody that is or who knows if they have kids in the future or grandkids in the future that could have it. Like, we, we, we don't know. It, more and more kids are getting diagnosed. The rates are going up constantly. Mm-hmm. And um, we need to try to band together to do something um you know the future of our our world and our country and everything else depends on it so yeah all right well you can find us on instagram under building the puzzle on facebook we have a group and a page building <laughs> the puzzle and building the puzzle.com everything is pretty much on that website so yeah we're everywhere yeah. doing everything trying but we love you guys and yep. uh Appreciate you guys listening. Send us in uh, comments, questions, share our stuff. Um, we love hearing from you guys. Yes. And um, I guess uh, we'll, we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah, have a wonderful day, guys. For Autism, Building, building the, the Puzzle, puzzle one, one Piece, piece at, at a time. time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them